Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode here on the Aloha Android Daily. What's up guys, this is Tito here, and so yes, we got a couple of things to talk about. Uh, second segment will be just a little bit of a different type, um, as it's going to be a helpful tip for those people out there regarding the Moto 360 and the Facer Watch, uh, watch Face app. Um, so we're going to talk a little bit about that. We're also going to kind of go into the first topic right now. Um, and man, people are singing a different tune with Pixel devices. So I'm really just going to go on record and say this. And that is that Pixel devices has pretty much shook the industry. I'm going to say it. Um, some of you guys may disagree, and that's totally fine. You guys have every right to disagree there. Um you know, but that's just my opinion. My opinion is is that it, it shook the industry because I've never seen so much um, what I want to call flip-flopping. Um, and, and you know what? I don't even think that uh, several of these key players uh, even realize that they're flip-flopping. But yet it's funny. They have called out other people for flip-flopping. So I'm not entirely sure there what's up with that, but um, yeah, we'll just go into it. So what, am I, what I mean by this is the Pixel 4a, the Pixel 5, um, it's making rounds in the news. So various um, you know key players are talking about it, various publications are you know typing about it and writing about it, and um, you know it's not exactly what we thought uh, it was going to be. Um, so what really sparked this interest in me was that earlier today, I read how some people are kind of disappointed that the Pixel 5 is rumored to be ditching motion sense. Um, and that supposedly is a bad thing in their eyes. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. I can distinctly remember when the Pixel 4 and the 4XL dropped. This is what people said automatically. It was gimmicky. It was a gimmicky feature. Who in their right mind is really going to use it? Oh, this is why the Pixel 4 is going to tank in world markets because of the technology it uses is not allowed in specific countries. Which is true. I mean, with motion sent to the Pixel 4 and 4XL, it, it was not allowed to be sold in India. Um, I guess the infrared system with the motion sense was against um, uh, India's policies, and so the device couldn't be sold there due to that. And, okay, I get it, you know what, like, can't tell every country what policy that they're allowed to have, right? They're their own country, their own uh, governing body, so they can decide for themselves what they want in their country, what they don't want in their country. That's totally fine. That's understandable. Um, but here in the U.S., we're allowed to have it. And, you know, it, it, it was the reason, I'm going to say this right now, and maybe some uh, Pixel fans may get a little upset when I say this, but it was the reason why uh, the Pixel 4 and 4XL's uh, face unlock was a bit faster than Apple's Face ID, was because you would trigger the device, the Pixel 4, you would trigger it to begin the unlock process, the moment that Motion Sense registered your hand coming closer to the phone, it would then fire up the face unlock cameras. And so that way, when you had the phone in your hand and you had it up, it would just unlock already. Right? 
Which with Face ID, you know, you have to pick the phone up, you have to swipe up, and then it reads your face and it unlocks. So just by, you know, a couple of seconds difference, nothing drastically major like, you know, you were like taking a phone, looking at it, and having to wait five minutes for it to register your face, and then it unlocked. It was nothing like that. Um, I really hate how the industry puts a few seconds as something to be a drastic difference between two things of a similar type um, technology. That's just bananas, in my opinion. But... Um, this motion sense is what really set that up for the Pixel 4 to really have a much faster face unlock. Now, if you were to take that away, and if you were to take away the swipe up gesture on an iPhone and just do the face unlock, I'm pretty sure they're just side by side on par with each other. Um, but that's just me. Again, stating opinion here, all right? Um, so now that the Pixel 5 is rumored to not have motion sense, now I'm seeing some people really talking about how that's a big bummer, a big bummer for the Pixel device, an upcoming Pixel device. I mean, we already know that it's that it's more than likely not going to be competing against other flagships, which, you know, a lot of other uh, colleagues besides myself agree that that's a good thing. It's a good thing. You know, $100 less than, uh, you know, what it was selling for last year and the year before. Uh, makes the Pixel 5 more interesting and more enticing to people, and it's a good thing, and it runs stock Android, and that's a good thing. So, yeah, kind of going in the right direction. Not too sure how I feel about motion sense not being there. Um, and who knows? I mean, could, there could be several key factors into this. It could be the fact that maybe Google's going back to the drawing board with Project Soli, and they want to implement more things. Because with motion sense pretty much out right now on the Pixel 4, it didn't do a lot. Okay, it may allow you to switch tracks by waving your hand over the phone or, you know, um, dismiss a call just by swiping your hand over the phone and it would swipe the call away. Um, and then, of course, picking up to unlock the device, register faster when the device realized you were about to grab it and pick it up. So then it would already engage the unlock process. Um, that was pretty much it. Like you really couldn't do a lot that what Project Soli was meant to do. If you don't know, you can go on YouTube and look to see what Project Soli's progress was when they were developing this. And you can see some of the things that it was having it do from even like registering, like if you pinch your fingers together and move them, um, you know, back and forth, indicating like, you know, turning a nozzle or dial or something, it could register that and it would actually um, mimic your motions. Um, and so, yeah, there was a lot more that this thing would do. And uh, I think maybe that's what Google's doing. They're going back to the drawing board and maybe they'll reintroduce motion sense down the road. Who knows? Who knows? The possibilities are endless, okay? Um, one of the things I've told people that I don't hear any publication really making mention of of motion sense is um, one key factor and, and, that's, and that's signing, right? Those people who, who are either you know deaf or mute um, use sign language to communicate. And if, you know, Project Soli can read hand motions and hand gestures um, using the infrared and the, and the system camera itself, then it would actually be able to convert signing into typed out messages, okay? Now, I'm sure there's probably something out there on the market that's very similar to that, but just imagine that um, Project Soli with, you know, motion sense um, coupled with AI, machine learning, and what it can do for somebody who is a deaf mute, a mute, or just deaf, and take their signing and you know because i mean sign language is sign language right we can't we can't just look at it as, a, as a, some sort of foreign language uh signing is you know their, their way of speaking and just like how we speak with slangs um they have slang 
sign uh, signing uh, terminologies, right? So they don't spell out words with the sign language alphabet. You know, they have words like you know door, which I believe is like um like like like, t- like your hands, both your hands, uh, palm uh, fingers up, and just kind of like clap not clap them like you know like inside palm to inside palm but just side to side but kind of clap them together to let them know door um i mean that's something that i've learned from a friend and from tv shows as well um could be wrong you know i'm not you know you know I, i don't know signing um as fluently as somebody else would but all i'm saying is is that i'm pretty sure you know with with the language like signing there is uh there's key components to it they probably have their own um you know their 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 own slang and uh so with project solely or motion sense uh with machine learning it could actually learn that and adapt that into messaging and, and forms of communication and even in a speech they can implement that into duo um where when they sign on the other end, the person would hear a voice, maybe a robotic voice, maybe they'll hear the Google Assistant voice uh, translating from signing to actual vocal sounds. So there's a lot of things that they can do with Motion Sense, and you know, I don't think that Google's going to totally can this project. I think that they're just going to go and refine it to be a little bit more better. But besides that, we just have to look at the at 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 the whole aspect of it. Is that a lot of people wrote off Motion Sense and really looked at it like you know it was just some sort of gimmicky feature when it actually had some beneficial points to it. And now people are like, well, it's not in, it's not going to be in the upcoming Pixel Five. So now everyone wants to write about how this is a this is a sad day for the Pixel. This is you know not good because they're getting rid of a feature that most people just blew off and wrote off from when it was first debuted with the Pixel Four. Like that to me you know, is is a very hypocritical thought process. You know, it's just like how, you know, um, everybody else gave such a bad review to the Pixel 4 and 4XL on month of launch, and now we're seeing six-month review later, and everyone's got nothing but good things to say about it, that the phone is amazing, the battery life on the XL is amazing, the, you know, motion sense is cool, and um, the unlock process is fast, and it's, you know, it, it it farts out rainbows and unicorns will fly across your screen. Like, oh, there's all these things that they're saying about it. And it's just it's just baffling. Um, again, this comes back to the whole thing. This is why I say that we're so quick to judge. We judge phones before they even release to the market. We'll, we'll complain about the price of this phone and that phone. And we'll talk about this feature that is, you know, rumored to have and that, and that feature. But we've never used the phone. But we feel like they were justified enough because we're reviewers, we're you know, people who discuss mobile technology that we can just go and say what we want to say and that our words are like gospel. We haven't even used the thing. So, you know, Pixel 5, possibly no motion sense. We already know what the pricing configuration might be, which is $699. And it looks like that there's a good uh, response back from people regarding the price being $100 less than last year's release. And on top of that, we have rumors of it maybe not going with the 760, the 765G uh, chip from Qualcomm, but actually maybe going with the, the 768. And if it does do that, I mean, personally for me, because the 768 has updatable drivers for the GPU, I honestly think they should go that route. Uh, but that's just me. So anyways, guys, a quick word from our sponsors real quick, and then we'll come back with the second half of today's podcast. And now to the second segment of the episode, and this one a little bit more different as we're not talking about news or rumors or anything like that. We are, uh, well, I am going to be talking to you guys about a a fix regarding, you know, uh, Moto 360 smartwatches, 
um, with uh, Wear OS 2.0 and the Facer watch face um, app, um, application. Um, there is a thread. There's a lot of uh, you know different people asking the, how to fix this, and um, so basically just to kind of like dive right in, I'm gonna explain uh, as best as I can, and I'll probably make a video for the YouTube channel and just kind of like um, talk about it there too as well. But anyways, so if you guys don't know, the Facer uh, Watch app is basically just you know a companion app um, that uh, has uh, built watch faces for not only the Moto 360 devices, but also, you know, the Huawei smartwatches, the Mont Blanc, um, you know, Fossil. There's different uh, watches that use Wear OS. Uh, this um, app service has watch faces built by, um, you know, at-home, de you know, developers who, you know, build these watch faces for people to enjoy and use on their smartwatches. Um, you find some really cool ones on there. I found a bunch of them from, like, Nickelodeon cartoons that I loved back in the day, like Doug and Hey Arnold and all that. Rugrats, um, even some old uh, MTV ones like Beavis and Butthead. Like you, there's there's watch faces for anybody and everybody out there. The problem is, is that while Wear OS um, got 2.0, uh, the Moto 360 first generation, which is the one that I have, and I'm pretty sure um, the Moto 360 second gen are both facing this issue, and even other manufacturers too are facing this issue that when you get the uh, Facer Watch app on your Android smartphone and you try to sync it with your uh, smartwatch. Um, it doesn't go through. Um, people have been really aggravated by this, trying to figure out how to get it to sync the watch faces to their smartwatch, and um, they're coming up with no luck. Now, some people have gone to like the whole thing of like, well, you know, you can pretty much unpair your smartwatch from your phone and factory reset your phone, factory reset the watch, and that's like a whole lot of hogwash because you're just resetting everything and having to reset everything back up and then ending up back at square one because there is a specific thing that needs to be done in order for the um, app on your smartphone to sync the watch face to your smartwatch. There is something that needs to be done. And I'm going to explain what that is, okay? And it's just really crazy. It's really crazy, and yes, you, you, you can do this. Um, so one of the things that, you know, I saw on, um, on various different forums, one person talked about that, you know, if you're able to get the Moto Connect app, um, to actually open up for permissions and accept for storage, it will then bring the, um, the native watcher face onto your smartwatch for there. When you sync your watch faces from Facer, it will load into your smartwatch. And I was like, huh, well, how do you get this app? to even ask for permissions to accept those permissions if Moto Connect is only compatible with Motorola devices. So I thought to myself, okay, what if I went, what if I went looking either an APK mirror, uh, mirror or APK Pure and found the APK file for this application and was able to install it on my Pixel 3? What would happen then? So I went ahead and did that. I went and found it, I Google searched it, found it in the APK Pure um, site so be careful when you're downloading from third party um, always you know make sure have some sort of um, security involved in this to make sure that the application is pure that there's nothing really um, no attached malware or anything like that um, you just gotta be careful when downloading from third party sources so um, I went ahead and did that I installed the Moto Connect app um, and asked me for the permissions I accepted the permissions I launched when I launched the application and then um, Yes, it wouldn't let me finish a uh, complete setup of the Moto Connect app because my Pixel 3 is not a Moto device. And that's totally fine because when I got to that point after accepting, you know, like the storage and all that other stuff, um, on my smartwatch, the watcher face 
appeared. Neighbors being absolutely loud. I do apologize for that. Uh, but anyways, yeah. So the watcher face appeared on my smartwatch, and I'm like, oh, okay, it's there now. So I went back into the, I closed out the the um, the um, the Facer app and re- reloaded it, went back to the watch face that I wanted, and then clicked the sync button, which is the little blue button on the page when you pull up the watch face you want. And then it was like, you know, congratulations, you synced your first watch face. And I'm like, oh, it works. Um, and this is after, also, I deleted the uh, the Moto Connect app after I set all the permissions, and then it gave me the Error 700 code, which means that, you know, that the, the app is being installed on a non-Motorola device, I guess. Um, so I went ahead and uh, I deleted the, the Moto Connect app. I went into Facer app. I went and synced the watch face I wanted, and it went through. And now I can sync any watch face from Facer now that those permissions has been met. So... Um, one of the things I did notice by when I when I downloaded the Moto Connect app onto my Pixel 3 is that when I went into Wear OS application, uh, where it only had like Moto Connect and Moto Body showing in the in the apps that's on the um, the smartwatch, um, it also now showed the browser. It said browser and it had the the Play Store symbol. Um, so I guess that's what we're trying to, to trigger and trip. Now, there is another thing you can do, but this is a lot of, a, a lot of, um, you know, steps to do. And some people may just, you know, fall through or have issues on it. And that's basically like unpairing your smartwatch from your device, um, and then factory resetting the smartwatch, deleting the Wear OS application on your device, um, wiping, uh, storage cache and everything like that. And then after uninstalling Wear OS, Going into the uh, the uh, browser, Chrome browser, go to APK Mirror, uh, install a previous version of Wear OS, have that on there, and when going through the steps of setting up your Moto smartwatch, um, it's going to do a system update, and they're, they're claiming that it's going to update the watch to, to um, Wear OS 2.0. Um, I haven't tried it yet. I may try it later on down the road, or I may just try it on my lady's uh, Moto360 because she has one too, and um, see if it works for her. If it works for her, kudos. If it doesn't, then we're still at, you know, like whatever one one point something that it is. So anyways, guys, that's how you can fix the issue between the uh, Facer app um, on your Android smartphone with Android Wear, Wear OS 2.0 and your your um, smartwatch, whether Moto360 first gen, second gen, or whatever, Huawei fossil mont blanc whatever um watch you have this will actually fix that and allow you to be able to sync those uh, really cool and awesome watch faces to your smartwatch. so anyways guys that's pretty much for today's daily episode here on aloha android daily thanks so much for checking it out um you know if you're following it on your favorite podcast source thanks so much for doing so really appreciate that and we'll be back tomorrow with another episode again Share this on all your different social media platforms for everyone to hear it. I would really, 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 really appreciate that. So um, I had to emphasize that really right there, you know. But, hey, um, yeah, just trying to get heard. So thanks a lot for listening, guys. And as always, aloha.